Welcome back to another episode of Small Business Dads. My name's Daniel Monday. Thanks for tuning in and checking us out for another week. Cool little chat to share with you today with Adam Lindsay. He's from a business called Co. And he's simplified cleaning, basically. So uh, if you are a person that's looking for something that's good for the environment, but that's also good for your kids, but and that takes all the necessary rubbish and nasties out of your home cleaning solutions, this is a great little story that I'm sure you're going to like. I really enjoyed this chat with Adam. He goes into how he got started, why he got started as well, but uh, he's also is generous enough to put in a little discount for Small Business Dads listeners. So have a listen to the interview and you'll get that and I'll put the link in the show notes as well. Let's get straight into Adam. Welcome back. Another episode of Small, Bu- of Small Business Dads. Adam Lindsay from Co. How are you, Adam? G'day, Daniel. Very well, thank you. Mate, thanks for jumping on and giving us some of your time today. I'm keen to hear a bit more about Cohen, obviously a timely product that you guys do at the moment in the uh, the cleaning um, sphere. But before we get into all that, I'd love to find a bit of people on a personal level. So give us a bit of a rundown on your background and about your family and so forth before we find out more about the business side of things. Yeah, sure, sure. So um, I arrived in Australia in 94 as a, uh, as, a, as a humble backpacker. I was born in the UK, um, raised as a single parent family with myself, my brother and my mother. Um, and came to, yeah, like I say, in 94. And basically from, from there, I was, I was very fortunate to get myself a job uh, in the IT industry. So I worked for Dell, um, then went on to work for WorldCom, Apple Computer, um, EMC, so very much in that sort of US tech space, um, and and you know through that was uh, was able to um, make myself a proud Aussie, which I am today. So uh, that, that's sort of a, I've been a, a citizen since I've been for over ten years now. So um, well, like I say, just part of the furniture now. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I haven't quite got hold of the accent yet. But <laughs> just go for but, um, a few mates around, and you'll yeah. be all right. <laughs> um, so, so yeah, so that was that was basically. You know, the, I, I guess the background there, um, you know, in terms of, of business, I, I started my, actually I started my second business in 2009. I like to call it my second business, which was importing um, cold pressed juices from Korea of all places. But my, okay. my, first, my first startup business was when I was eight years old and uh, I, uh, my dad helped me start growing some herbs some garden herbs in the back garden and nice. uh, selling those out of the, uh, out of, out of the, uh, the, the front of the house to, to, to passers by. So that was kind of like my first taste of, uh, of, um, you know, growing and selling. And, um, you know, there was a bit of a, bit of a hiatus whilst I'd sort of just went and worked really predominantly in technology. And, uh, and then, um, you know, got, got, got a bit between my teeth and wanted to give another crack again, really. Now um, what led you, um, into the business or, what led you back to the business side of things right after you'd been in like, you know, like the old stereotypical well, cushy uh, yeah. corporate job as such. Oh, um, so, what led you down this path? Totally. And look, I, you know, I, I would never, um, you know, complain about it being, being in the IT sort of industry. It's, it's relatively well paid, you know, and it brought me over here. So I've got a lot to, you know, to be grateful for it. But I think I really just got, got to a point where I started to feel um, a little bit of a, a you know, an outlier within that, you know, and, mm-hmm. and I think as, as obviously as you get older, you're expected to sort of move up the, the corporate ladder. And I just didn't have any interest to do that. I just really didn't feel that I was suited to, to, to doing that. And, and it wasn't for me. And I, and I think probably around about, about 12, 13 years ago, 
I probably wasn't really living a very healthy life. Um, I smoked and, uh, you know, just wasn't looking after myself. And I was just, you know, at a bit of a, 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 a sort of a drawing a blank as to what I was going to do with the next chapter of my life. You know, was I going to carry on doing what I was doing, which was doing sales in IT, or we're going to do something different. And at that point, I think I, I really didn't have the answer. I didn't know, but I thought to myself, I remember distinctly there was two things. And I was reading, you know, a, a few different books at the time, you know, sort of about, um, you know, sort of, uh, I guess, wellness and, and, and all the rest of it. And I thought to myself, you know, I need to do one thing. Firstly, it's just get my own health in order. And I guess that would resonate with yourself, Daniel. Yeah, definitely. Well. It's, uh... um, so, you know, and I really wanted to do that. So I set myself the challenge of, of um, you know, getting my fitness up to running a marathon. And at that point, I couldn't even run down the end of the street, I think it was, it was fair to say. And obviously part of that would be giving up smoking. And I thought, you know, the other thing was, you know, even though I don't know what it is I want to do, deep down, I thought to myself, you know, the universal laws are if you can help others, then that actually, you know, is, it's a good, it's a feel good factor. And Definitely. I didn't know what it was. And I wasn't feeling too good about myself, I think, at that point in time. And, you know, I thought, well, if I could do something that, that, that you know, leaves a positive, you know, mark on the, you know, for my time on this planet, then that's okay. Do you know what I mean? It doesn't have to be that I'm a, you know, a, a wealthy, successful business person or that I've made it in the IT industry or whatever. So that I'm just remember those thoughts being really crystallized, you know, at a, at a point, like I say, where I was kind of a bit of a down point in my life, really. So, um, you know, I got stuck into it. I gave up cigarette smoking, which is literally, aside from having kids, the best thing I've ever done yeah, with, nice. you know, in, in my life. And, um, you know, and I started running and, um, you know, I'm sort of pleased to say I, I Sort of first did uh, I did the, the city to surf, and then you know did the half marathon, and then you know in two thousand and eight I ran the the Sydney marathon, which was um which is a you know it's it was just a that really sort of set me on a trajectory you know that we can do these things you know if yeah. I, if I put my mind to it so you know well, we went. It's a big accomplishment, knock out 42 Ks. Obviously, it's not just something side. you wake up and uh, say, "All right, just go for a run today." Not Forrest Gump, you can't just keep running. No, that's right. You train for it. So it's a yeah, cool little thing right. to work towards. Especially when you're over 100 kilos. I'm definitely way over oh, 100 wow. kilos now. So, um, you know, it's a bit of an old lump to, uh, to get around that, that, that circuit. But, uh, you know, it's, it's an achievement I'm, I'm really proud of. I don't, don't think I'll do it again. It kind of did also screw my back up a little bit. But anyway, I've got, got past that now. <laughs> well, none of us are 21 anymore, are we? That's for sure. <laughs> no, that's it. My so, body tells but, me that every day. Yeah. So I, I guess just to get back to your, your, your original question. So that was really, you know, at that point... Um, I think that kind of, you know, got me thinking about beyond the IT industry. And that was, you know, and I think it's probably what a lot of people are, are faced with as well is, you know, when you've got to a certain point in your industry and you want to maybe go and set out on yourself and do something different, there is that sort of, you know, there's that, well, you're going to probably most likely take a drop in salary and, you know, and, and all the rest of it, because you, you're most likely not going to go straight into, you know, earning the equivalent. But uh, I was kind of fortunate enough to, to run both at Parallel I got it with, with the health thing that got me into, you know, being more cognizant and mindful about my diet. And um, I got into cold press juicing of all things. And, and, um, and I came across a, a product in Korea, just again, I was, I'm quite an avid Googler and sort of doing my own sort of research. And I go down lots of rabbit holes, as many of us do around, yeah. around sort of different products. Oh. And I stumbled across this, this, you know, it was like a next generation cold press juicer, if you could imagine there was such a thing. And I was, and I, and I actually, I, I remember I, I had to make up um, 
a, a make-believe company to this manufacturing career because I was just say, well, I, it wasn't available in Australia. So I sort of had to, well, look, I'm a company, I'm a distributor that could be interested in distributing this juice. And obviously I need, <laughs> I need to see a sample first. And, um, and they were okay, well, look, okay, we can do that. You'll obviously have to pay for it. And, uh, and we need your FedEx account. And I was just like, FedEx account? Google. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a FedEx account. So, uh, so I had to go and set myself up a FedEx account. I made up a, 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 a business name, which was, which was uh, I just took my middle name, which is Quarren, which is a slightly strange odd name that my father made up. Um, so I said, well, I'm Quarren Health Products. And, uh, and then I got, got a, a FedEx account open. A little bit of a, a thing. Anyway, I got, I got the juicer delivered. And, uh, and it really was, it was an amazing juicer. It had a small footprint. It was easy to wash. And it made these fantastic juices, easy to clean. All the things that the other cold press juices, and I bought a couple up until that point, all the things that they weren't, they, you know, big cumbersome heavy things that are a real mm. bit of a pain to clean. So consequently, you didn't end up using them. And obviously the point of a juicer is if you're going to invest a few hundred dollars in one, you want one that you're going to use regularly, you know? So, uh, so I, um, I, I got this one and I was just, I was absolutely smitten with it. And I, and I do have a, 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 I will be the first to say, a, a um, an ability to get obsessed with things, <laughs> whether it's my uh, health or products or, the running. or yeah, whatever the, the new shiny thing is that they, they, they poke fun at me in the office and go, well, what's the new shiny thing at the moment, Adam? But, um, and uh, so, so I went back to this company and one thing led quickly to another. And before I knew, I remember my, my wife was, um, was overseas on a business trip and I was chatting to her and I said, oh, look, by the way, one thing you should know is I have just ordered some juices. To, you know, I'm going to sell these. And she goes, well, when you say some juices, how, how many is it? I said, well, it's actually, it's a container. Loaded. <laughs> <laughs> Just a couple. And I basically pretty much spent my uh, entire savings on this container load of juices that turned up. And, and look, I've got to say, it ended up, that, that really got me started on setting up my own website. This was kind of, at least, I don't think they existed then um, before uh, Shopify existed and I had to go to a sort of a web developer and get a, a sort of an e-commerce um, web store set up and, and then I started sort of doing doing video tutorials on YouTube and, and that sort of thing so that really sort of got me into that space and I loved it so going from IT where I kind of again felt like a bit of an outlier and never really felt like I shouldn't really be in this room because there'd be like you know senior IT people and hyper technical people and all the rest of it so this thing where I was kind of actually really obsessed with juicing and this is good for your health and I just wanted to share that message and I kind of just found I found my, my, my spot you know which really mm. I, just, I was absolutely loved it you know so um, and, and that was my second business. So. And is that still a thing these days or something you've moved on from? I, I, I moved on from it. So I, I certainly made my fair share of mistakes in, in you know, how not to run a business for, from that respect. And uh, uh, in, in the end, we had actually a pretty smooth transition. There was another company that was interested in taking over the distribution, which I had at that stage. Um, it, was a, it was a juice that went on to sell tens of millions um, across the planet. I ended up being on, not through me, but, you know, on, um, on uh, you know, the American, you know, what's her name? Uh, American chat show, um, you know, it, it became a huge, huge thing. Um, so I was kind of in, in early. This other Australian company ended up taking the distribution as much as anything. If I played my cards right, I could tell you that, you know, I could still be doing that now. I didn't, but, uh, you know, I, I'm not sort of, uh, there's no, no regrets there. But um, with them, I sort of still partnered with them as the kind of like the face of the brands here in Australia. And I ended up doing the, the television shopping um, circuit, which I have to say was actually huge amount of fun and um you know and again just just really just loving that space and having that opportunity to 
you know, be immersed in something that I was just genuinely really interested in and loved, you know, and it was, um, it was sort of went on from there. So, so yeah, so I did that for a while. And then my, my next business after that, uh, I got into still with a sort of a food area, um, it was a uh, fermented vegetable. So that was my next thing was gut health. Nice. And, and um, it's a bit of a buzz I, thing those days. Well, yeah, that's right. So this is, I, I don't want to say that I'm a, I'm a pioneer, but uh, you know, this was kind of 10 years ago. So it was, it was sort of still relatively early with, with, with those mm. sorts of things. Certainly I know that you can go down to the supermarket and there's about five different brands of fermented cabbage in the refrigerator there, even just in, you know, coals and woolies sort of thing. So it's, it's really become very much mainstream. But uh, so I was, a, I was a little bit before that. I spent three years really trying to, to sort of figure out how to do a business from, from that and um, kind of just never did. It was, I, I, I sort of take my hat off to anybody that's in food and especially, you know, and it's just, it can be such a fad thing and it's, you know, it's so sort of trend orientated. Yep. And, um, and incredibly competitive. I know, again, you just look at things like the kombucha, you know, um, you know, segments these days. It's They're just, everywhere it's, now. They are everywhere. You know, and I think it's a great thing. But, you know, to be competing in amongst that, you know, is, um, is, is really, really tough. So, but, you know, again, I had, um, you know, learned lots. And, um, you know, so that, that sort of, I guess, you know, it was a stepping stone. I, they always say you can connect the dots and the stepping stones when you look backwards at the oh, time. Oh, it's really, a puzzle, isn't it? I mean, it certainly wasn't and uh, I shall do this for a while and then I'm going to get into cleaning products so but you know that was um you know that that was a certainly a you know again cutting my teeth a, a lot on on you know just product development and and you know what customers want and and I guess just following your nose for something really you know well it's all it all planted the seeds I guess and planted the foundations for co so how did all that come about was there something that you always had you know, obviously there's an eco, a big eco side to co. Is it something that was always, you know, you're obviously environmentally conscious and all that type of thing, but yeah. was it something in the back of your head or is just something that just sort of you wake up one day with this vision of something new? I th it was definitely a, co a collective of, of all of my experiences, I guess, really. And, and, you know, I'm, I'm quite a, um, you know, contrarian by heart. I'm, I'm always interested um, just instinctively, I think really that if the majority are over here and, you know, and it was kind of like that a little bit with the, with, with the food thing, really, I'd sort of felt like I was sort of, you know, out there in, in the innovator land with, with, with the fermented vegetables. Cause it was, it was well, back then you were yeah. a bit of a weirdo if you were experimenting yeah, was, with all that sort of stuff that, that, at the start right. when no one else was doing it. That, that's right. And that kind of, I like that, you know, and, um, and then, but by the time at the end of those three years with, with the fermented vegetables, it was kind of, you know, every man and his dog seemed to be, or her dog seemed to be, you know, launching a protein bar or yeah. a health this or a, and I was just kind of like, this is just everywhere now. And I kind of just got disinterested from it by, by that. So I was, I, I guess just to set the, the context, I was, um, I was working from home and, you know, I was just constantly just, uh, I guess, first of all, justifying my existence to the family. So I didn't really have an income at this stage. Um, we had uh, um, a, a young child, Rufus, uh, my wife was pregnant with just about to give birth to um, uh, our second. Um, thankfully, she she was a, a, a career um, woman, still is, and um, you know was 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 really progressing much better than I was <laughs> with with her career. So my job was um, you know I kind of it hadn't really been planned out like this, but I was doing the cooking, um, you know the cleaning, basically you know the stay yep. at home dad and. Yep. Uh, 
I have to say, I loved it really. Um, but it, 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 it wasn't sort of, wasn't bringing in the, yeah. the income that, that, that was required. But and this is, I guess, a challenge that, that most families face at the moment. You know, and actually that traditional, even having one parent at home all the time is a pretty tough gig with, with just one, one income earner. So, but so, and I think just, just being in that space um, and, and doing the cleaning, the thing that, that just kept on hitting home to me was literally what on earth is going on with the cleaning side of things, you know, and I'd sort of always be doing the trips, obviously, to the supermarket. That was part of, um, of, of my gig as well. And, you know, just the, uh, the dizzying myriad of, of products that you would have to work your way through and choose um, in order to create yourself a, a cleaning system. Um, and, uh, you know, as I sort of continued to do that, it, it was just like, this is, uh, this, is, um, this is not set out for, for, for you know, the customer in mind. This is, uh, you know, we've got all these different flavors, all these different options. And it was kind of, you know, I'm, I'm always sort of curious around business models. I know it's just something that I'm, you know, I'd look at any kind of business model and, you know, and, and see what's going on in that, whether it's IT or, or, or products or consumer products, you know, and it was just, it, it wasn't, none of it was really, none of it had evolved with the, with the customer in mind, you know, and this had sort of happened and it hadn't really changed if you think back to the 1950s, there was the, the, the petrochemical, um, you know, sort of, there was, the, there was the, this golden age where you had scientists in white coats in the 1950s cooking up all sorts of manner of different chemicals, petrochemicals, no concept about whether or not these, these um, you know, these new wonder chemicals were harmful to mm. human beings or the planet. But they were just like, just like oh, look, we've got a foaming agent. And we've got fragrances and look, we've got this cream thing. And from that, you know, came... A lot of these new, you know, a lot of these cleaning products that were new then and that still are on the shelves today. And I think, you know, the, the, in, in general, the industry has just, you know, looked to create new, you know, well, what can we do? Well, there's a floor cleaner and there's a bathroom cleaner, there's a tap cleaner and there's, you know, there's just, they're just put what, a fancy what, name on what, something what, when it's the same thing. That, that's right. That's exactly it. And, and, you know, that, that was, um, you know, really rare. I had the concept is, is it possible that you don't have to do it like this. And, um, you know, that's where we, we sort of engaged with um, some, some of the chemists at UNSW. And, you know, let's just, uh, and look, we, we, we've actually got it up on our wall in, in the office now. They've just put it up in huge lettering. It's, you know, the, the, the drive is to eliminate the unnecessary, avoid the unnecessary um, from, from cleaning. And, and so and there's a lot of unnecessary in, in this, this category, whether it's unnecessary packaging, unnecessary myriad of products, unnecessary ingredients in the formulations. And so that's really the, 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 the driver with Co is, is that we can just simplify this. And it turned out that you could actually have a water-based cleaning solution that is very effective for cleaning just about any and all um, surfaces, hard, you know, surfaces around the home. Um, and do that with, like I say, in a very compact way, washable cloths, refillable atomizers. So again, you're eliminating single use plastics and deliver to your door. Now, you know, that was kind of like a fairly radical concept in, in many ways. And it's sort of, on the other hand, it's actually, you know, you think it was kind of, kind of makes sense. It's pretty obvious, but, but, you know, at, at that time, you know, with, with that idea and we, we, we basically went to, We've got a minimal viable product. I guess once we had the formulation down pat with um, the UNSW, um, we had them as a, as a sort of like, you know, to help us on a project with that. Um, once we got the, the formulation, 
um, you know, and, and effectively it is a highly purified water. It's two ingredients, highly pure, purified water um, and just a very small amount of potassium hydroxide, um, which is also known as lye or, or potash. It's been used for thousands of years for cleaning. So I haven't, haven't done anything new in many respects, but all I've done is, is just debunk what's been going on for the last 70 years, which is just, oh, what else can we Yeah, taking all the rubbish you know? out of it. Yeah, so I've just taken all the rubbish out. Um, you know, and, and used a highly purified water, which in fairness wouldn't have been available, you know, 50, 100 years ago. And, um, you know, washable cloths. So that's the technology as well, because they're, they're, they're sort of, you know, professional grade microfiber. So you can wash them three, 400 times. And then this refillable atomizer. And again, the atomizer, um, so many of our customers love that. It, it's, again, a, a sort of latest technology in that it, it gives you like an aerosol spray performance, but it's a trigger pull. So, but it's not okay. like a regular trigger pull. Um, and that's really the package. So once we got that together, and I'm, and I'm a big fan of um, bundles in, and, and, and yep. sort of doing the thinking for people. Again, my sort of time at Dell Computer, um, I know they're not so much now, but when I was working for Dell in the 90s, they were a breakthrough direct to customer yeah. business. You know, yeah, I remember them, yeah. They, 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 they built their, their, their business. And they would also bundle things together. So and I think, you know, Again, rather than making customers on the computer front, rather than you having to pick your computer and then, you know, what sort of hard drive do I need or what do I, you know, they would put it together and there you go, I've done the thinking for you. You don't have to think about it. And I think that's the same with the cleaning. Uh, you know, it's like, why do I, why am I walking down the aisle having to figure all, having to figure all, all this out out of yep. like 50,000 different options? And, uh, you know, that's, I don't think most people would have got better things to do than, than doing that. So, um, well, so it's that's a convenience that, factor, isn't it? It's... I, it's the confusion. It's simplicity. You know, I'll do the, you know, let me take care of that. I can present you something that you can pretty much clean your whole home with. Great. Okay. I can get on with more interesting stuff. In exactly. Um, so, so that's what we did. We, we, we then basically put that, that sort of concept in as a, like a minimal viable product. Um, so that's not my term. That's, um, you know, a concept that's sort of, uh, I think grew out of the U S um, you know, where, Basically, and, and I've made this mistake before in, in, with the juicing business. I had a concept when I, when, when I started with the juicers that I wanted the best website ever known to mankind, or, you know, and it had to be looking there, there, there. And I started finding myself just going down a slippery slope, spending way, way more Actually, money. Actually, then they cost a lot of money. Been, you know, and no, yeah, it turns out not many people really care, you know. So um, with our minimal viable product, and that, and that concept of that is, you know, get a product to launch with the least amount of money as possible. And it turns out we didn't really have any money. So that helped out in, in that respect. And, and you know, we, we created this, this minimal viable product. And, um, you know, we then took that to the farmer's markets to test the, the you know, our theory, our hypothesis that would householders, um, you know, would they, would they, would they sort of, you know, resonate having a, a and again, it's, it was kind of, it was pretty revolutionary. It was fragrance free. It was yeah. one solution, clean everything, you know, it, it, so it was markedly different to, to, you know, what everybody had been frankly conditioned um, to, to believe was the way um, up until then. So that's what we went with. And, you know, the markets was a really great opportunity for us. Um, it, it, we, we had the vision was to, to, to want to scale and to do this through e-commerce. But I think, you know, with the farmer's markets, it was really a great opportunity to, to be able to look 
at customers in the eyes. Mm. Uh, we weren't obviously the first to, to, to do this. I think as many brands have, have gone down this path, but really just to talk to human beings about, you know, what is it that bothers you about cleaning? Where are your pain points? All those sorts of things. I learned, you know, we, 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 we learned a lot. You know, I, I kind of thought that environmental side of things would be absolutely the, the, the burning, um, you know, sort of number one thing for people. And that's what we sort of started to lead with a little bit. But, you know, as we, as we progressed, you know, customers have just kept on saying, they were just giving us the answers in front of, yep. you know, great, that's all good, but does it work? Yeah. Does it work? That's all I, you know, and quite rightly so. Why am I going to buy a cleaning product mm. if it doesn't work? That's if the whole it doesn't thing. clean, yeah. Well, everyone wants to save the world, but you still <laughs> want to clean house. That's right. And you, you might be surprised, you know, because I, I think, you know, there, there's, there's a bit of that that happens in the environmental space. It's like, well, you know, don't worry, actually, if the product has efficacy, it's, you know, you're going to be doing the right thing for the planet. <laughs> What's the point there? So, so you know, we, 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 that was a brilliant six months, um, you know, of, of, of doing that. And, and, you know, that really set us on that trajectory um, of, of, I guess, you know, how we engage with our customers as well, you know, that, that we, we, it, it was the most, it was such an important part for us, I guess. And, and by the end of that six months, we really, I think, had our, um, you know, our, our, how we wanted to talk about the product and, and co pretty much down pat uh, to the extent that, you know, we decided just to video me, um, you know, uh, uh, doing the presentation. Um, so, so that was basically doing all the demos, you know, on, 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 we had this sort of stand and it'd be turmeric rubbed into chopping boards and, you know, cooking fat on stainless steel and all this. So we went, went through all, I'd go through all of that. And that, that was usually, you know, we'd, we'd do that just to sell one, one bundle. And, uh, you know, it was bloody exhausting to be honest yeah. with you. And, and, and then, uh, got that on video just in my, my partner at, at that point, basically built this simple Shopify, um, you know, uh, e-commerce, uh, site and and that was literally it was it was it was just a a, a free um you know it was one of those sort of free uh, uh templates or whatever templates. they call yeah, it that's yeah. Right. it was free it was uh and it was, we only used it up until a few months ago to be honest with you so um it certainly served its purpose so so we, we had that took the video uploaded it onto facebook and then we probably spent about a month trying to figure out Facebook, which felt like the Starship Enterprise to us when you go into the back on, on you know, on the, the Facebook ads. ads yeah. Yeah. And it was just really, what on earth is going on here? But we just, just kept on trying with that. And, um, you know, I specifically remember October the 3rd, 2016. And we spent, like I said, this month of, you know, trying different wording and really just flip-flopping around the, the, the whole sort of system. And, and one day, we, we, you know, it was like October the 3rd, we just started getting the, I used to have the, um, on the, the Shopify app on my phone that would make a cha-ching, like yep. an old school sampled till Every time a sale came yeah. in, you get a little dopamine hit. And, and up until that point, it would be, um, you know, we'd get one on a day or something if we were lucky. And you'd always go and see, who was it? You know, oh, so-and-so from next door. <laughs> so there's always yep. used to be somebody you knew. You know, Damn it, you know. And um, we, 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 on that October the 3rd, that, that ding-ding just, started in the morning and it just didn't stop throughout the whole day and um and i have to say at, at that point we were kind of we were at the fingernails of uh being able to continue on because we just wow. completely run out of everything money but i was just absolutely convinced you know we're both convinced that uh 
that uh, we, we, we had something. And that was the, yeah. the thing that just saw us through. I just couldn't actually stop, you know. And I think, uh, you know, if, if any kind of sane person would have probably just gone, you need to just go and get yourself a job. You've got two kids, you know what I mean? And, mm. and you've got to go and get this sorted out because uh, your wife's not looking too happy either. As believing as she was <laughs> in the concept, there was like, there's a limit to, to you know, how you can keep this going. And, and we were at the... Uh, 11th hour and 59th minute and 59 seconds and then that that day came through and uh and then at that i, I remember turning around to my wife when that happened on that day and just saying you know i we've, we've got something because that ad is working and selling this bundle to people in perth there's nobody yeah. i know well, i've just gone and i've looked them up on facebook i don't know them <laughs> you know justin doesn't know them so these are these are kind of strangers to whom that was resonating and um and that that first month we you know i think up until then we sort of would do a, a few thousand dollars in in sales from the markets and stuff every month it was enough to sort of buy a hot soup at the market every time really and yeah. pay for the market store and that was literally it and then that 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 preceding month from october the third we we sort of did close to a hundred thousand dollars in in sales which then caused all sorts of other dramas like how the hell do you you know too many boxes for the local post office to take down it just uh, anyway but but that was that was it's it. a good problem to have it was the best problem to have it really was. yeah ne 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 never complaining but it was a uh, you know it was um a pretty pretty crazy time so i guess as a dad too there's probably a um so I know it wasn't maybe the initial um, concern with the developing, but because it is so, um, you know, there's two ingredients, like you say, it is a bit more kid friendly and such. Obviously you don't want your kids playing around with it, but it's not as if it's going to harm them. And that, that, that exactly right. And that was the other driver. So, you know, I was again, just back to me doing the cleaning, looking on the back of these, these sort of, you know, cleaning products and just, you know, formulation names that are just no hope of being able to even pronounce, mm. let alone even type them into Google because they were too long words, you know, and, and it's like, what is actually going on here? You know, yeah. so, so that, that, that was certainly, um, you know, a big concern for us. And in actual fact, once we got that development, part of the, 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 the um, you know, the, the, the thing that we did at, at the early days with UNSW, um, you know, the, the, the sort of framework that they gave them is that it had to meet um, this GECA certification. So GECA, uh, Good Environmental Choice Australia, um, they're Australia's only not-for-profit, independent and globally recognised um, eco-labelling standard. So they covers all sorts from paints, furnitures, carpets, but they also do have a standard for cleaning products. And we thought, well, look, you know, Rightly so, because I'd sort of, you know, had enough of greenwashing and the fact that, hold on, there seems to be manufacturers putting pictures of plants and birds on their on their packaging and saying it's it's yeah, we're good. friendly. And you go, hold on, but what is eco-friendly? What does it actually mean? So we sort of really knew from from the outset that it was really important that we would have an external body who were independent, not somebody that you just wrote a check to and you know you could buy their sort of thumbs up. Um, that was a standard so that we could actually point to it and say our our product meets this standard you know and that that's another differentiator for us because look fair enough we, you know why would you believe me I, you don't know me from a bar of soap and i don't you know i don't deserve your trust i've got to earn your trust so that's right yeah, it's a good point yeah and, and and so so we always knew and then we also um uh the other one was was the allergy friendly so with, with sensitive choice we were part of uh, the, the National Asthma Council, the Australian National Asthma Council. So that's their labeling system and your product has to go in front of a review board 
of scientists and experts where they, you know, have a look at the formulation. Thankfully, ours is so simple. Um, and it's a quick process. Yeah, it's a very quick process. So you imagine for a lot of companies who have got established products, it's actually really complicated for them. Um, but as, as a, you know, as a new business with a, with a, you know, a, a very simple formulation product, um, you know, we were able to kind of sail through because we didn't have any of the nasties in it. So yeah, nice. We went, yeah. And I guess is like, I know obviously your target market's probably, you know, like the dad like yourself or the stay at home mum or, you know, just a parent in general who's cleaning their house. But there's, uh, so I guess there's also a commercial side of things as well. Is that a, is that a area as well that you work on? But we, 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 you know what happened? I think, you know, when we first started out, um, we started getting a lot of cleaners, um, professional cleaners got onto it because they would have their, their sort of, you know, clients at home would start telling them about this product yeah. and, and and it literally we didn't try to um sell sell to that 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 market um or that segment but uh it did grow and i think um but but what we what we decided in the end um you know more recently was was that you know we we need to be one or the other you know and there is actually quite a different way how you deal with commercial customers and how you're going to deal with 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 um, you know residential customers? There's two different beasts, and I think you know we were trying to serve both of these, and it was actually just causing us quite a lot of internal strife. We weren't doing it well. We tried to create a bigger um, you know product uh, you know size for for our commercial customers. That then caused issues in the supply chain mm. and also for our manufacturing. And in the end, so so you know last year we actually decided that that you know the only way that we could properly serve our originally intended customer base was was to stop that so you know that that's what we did so look it's still open i you know our, our cleaning customers can still buy the standard packs yep. but we can't serve them in a you know by commercial sizes or anything like that because we, we, we're not that you know so so and that's what we need to focus on is serving our our sort of core market base you know well, I think that's quite smart because I think a lot of problems um, with a lot of businesses stem from spreading themselves too thin. Yeah. You know, they try and please everybody rather than just nailing down on your niche. Yes. And just absolutely, you know, like rather than trying to appeal to everyone, but in reality appealing to no one because you're, you and, know, you're not that, answering any questions. Like where you can say, like, you know, your target market, you can answer every single, and you know, as the stay at home dad previously, you know what the pain points are. That's, that, that's exactly right. And, and, you know, I, I think, you know, I used to sort of keep myself up at night because thinking, Christ, you know, this is this cleaning is everywhere. You know, it's like if you're in a, in a civilized society, everything needs cleaning. I was like, dude, this is going to be, you know, this could really be just huge everything. So I, I was making that mistake of just, oh, you know, I can't stop thinking there was automotive, you know, businesses, offices. Of course, you know, as a startup, what are you going to, you know, how are you going to manage all of that? Yeah. And even as a, as a, you know, as we, as we started to grow and we had, you know, staff and things, it's just, it it was, uh, it was not the right thing to do. And look, I have to say, you know, there was some internal discussion, you know, because we had built up a, a relatively reasonably sized part of the business was, was, you know, well, it wasn't, I'd say reasonably, it was, it was small proportionally, but it was still, fairly significant that we had to just say, look, we, we can no longer do this, you know, because we're not going to do it properly and yeah, we're not going to do it well. And, and so, you know, it's kind of like it's a bit of that, but at the same time, when you sort of exactly like, like you said, you know, we, we, the, the whole thrust for our business is the customer experience. 
And so if the customer experience is diminished, you have to sort of review that and, and see how you're gonna how you're gonna address it. And sometimes it means, you know, saying goodbye to parts of the business that 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 are, you know, aren't helping in that, you know. Which in turn makes your long-term prospects more uh, stronger anyway. Well, I yeah, I, I hope so. I hope so. So, you know, it's it's all it's that focus, isn't it? You know, so um, you know, just to become razor focused and 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 or laser, razor laser. Um whichever one you want. Yeah, <laughs> a bit of both. Um, I'm not a master of English, so I'm not going to judge you either way. <laughs> but. So, so I think that's that's what we've done, and I think that's you know it's going to history will tell us that that was that was a you know the right decision to make. You know. Nice. So obviously, with the situation that we're in, or you know, we're trying to emerge from here in New South Wales at least, but um, everyone's got a bit more focus on hygiene and cleanliness. You know. yep. uh, to me, as a side note, I'm amazed the amount of people that need to be told to wash their hands, but. Uh, I guess um, as a as a cleaning business, I'm assuming it might have been a bit of a, a little boost for you guys, or how well, has well, that worked with things? I, it's a question I'm asked often, um, uh, and I'll, I'll say to you that, uh, and I'll, I'll say we were fortunate not to experience a toilet roll spike, you know. Um, so we we didn't we didn't um, have that. I think you know we we communicated to our customers that there there wasn't any need for that. Um, yep. you know, that, that, you know, hoarding and stockpiling wasn't, wasn't necessary that we had, um, sufficient stocks, we believed, although nobody really knew exactly what was at the end, but we, we had, you know, reasonable stocks. I think also that, that sort of perhaps that panic buying didn't affect us because, you know, if you're going to panic buy, you're probably going to just go straight down to the supermarket and yep. do the panic buying. Um, you know, and our customers were, were, were comfortable with, with, um, you know that the, the they could get product from us when when they needed. I guess what we did have the, the 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 positive side of it though was that we did have an opportunity just given the fact that we are direct to consumer. So mm -hmm. we have that really great relationship with our customers. We're able to communicate and share with them, you know, some some sort of tips around you know what to do in this new world. Um, you know, so I was able to produce videos um you know which is kind of the same thing i've been doing since the juicer days yeah how to's and, and tips which i you know love doing it's a bit of fun and and so we were able to communicate in that way and i think you know <clears throat> again we also had i think had a had a important role and position to play of, of of you know just trying to you know quell that sort of hysteria and everything and just be be calm about it yeah. and you know we can just approach this in a relatively sensible sort of way and and you know there's a few things that you can do to 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 minimize um risk you know and that that's just kind of just basic um you know cleaning and having a good process and, yeah. and and all the rest of it i think you know in terms of where did we benefit and obviously there, there is the fact that um, our model is also inherently um you know specifically just direct to, to consumer and deliver to your door you know so, they'd go into a know, shop when everyone was trying yeah, to avoid them that's right. So, you know, it's no secret, I think, that, that you know, e-com businesses have seen an uplift. And I think that's probably just really, it's just fast forwarded where the market was generally heading anyway. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, to, to on, on, on that side of things. So, look, we, we've certainly been a beneficiary, but, you know, it's, it's it, the, 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 there's, no, there's no spikes. And as a, as a physical products business, I don't really want unforeseen spikes or dips no, well, it becomes a problem <laughs> down the track doesn't it if you have a spike now there's a you know you'll be sold out of stock in a month and that's no good for you then that's right there, there was um there's one of the online um their toilet roll brands and i think they just got wiped out um you know kind of 
instantly. And uh, but they did a smart thing, which was they 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 held back enough stock to be able to supply their returning customers, but didn't yeah. entertain any new customers, which I thought was really had a little waiting list and everything. And that's it. You know, you, you don't you've got to basically make sure that you serve your existing customer base and and don't sort of you know fall for that oh, could, you know there's a big shiny object over yeah, exactly. there all sales let's grab yeah. it so you know well, that's smart that's the, that's the short-term business move rather than the long-term looking after the the customers the thing i do like about what you guys do though and about what you provide is content and it's not just about here's my stuff buy it you're telling them how to use it but you're also just providing education and it helps build trust yeah. because people see that you're not just a bloke that's here that's uh, that's flogging your product on every street corner, yeah. but it's actually saying, well, okay, this is what we need to do and this is how you use it properly. And it's, so I think that's, if there, if there's anyone listening, I think that's one main take home people can get through is just whatever industry you're in, like, you know, like without taking it the wrong way, like it's not a sexy product as such, is it? Like you're not selling swimsuits or anything oh, like that. It's, 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 it's to totally, um, totally unsexy in a way, but, it, but you know, the, the, the funny thing, I think the, the, I guess just to, to, to your point as well around, you know, COVID-19 and everything, I, I think, um, you know, there, there's, there's something about our sort of need as human beings to have, um, you know, a place that's safe, which is our home, yeah. You know, and and I think um, you know things are have been pretty crazy, and, and maybe an understatement. Um, you know, in, in in the wider world. So I think where we've been able to help is you know what there's and, and just those, those tips around you know cleaning your home. Uh, you know how can you do that? Are there sort of you know that we've had some fun with it. We've created a bingo card. Um, you know, <laughs> talk, download thousands of times. I was, I was really gosh, surprised. But you know, just checking off, and you can you know you can do a cleaning with 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 the kids, or you know a, a spot that you 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 know you often leave, and just make it a bit of fun, game yeah. of it. You know, um, it doesn't have to be the the, the, the most dullest awful chore in the world. Again, may, maybe sex is a bit too much of a. <laughs> Well, you never know. <laughs> <laughs> Some people really love it. So, uh, but it's but ultimately, it's it's um it's it's a very satisfying thing to do. And I think again, you know, in a chaotic world, to have a home that's that's clean and tidy and orderly um, is 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 something that we can all control. Um, you know, and 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 have within our grasp, relatively easy. And, yeah, that's the easy thing to fix. Yeah, that's right. You know, it's uh, outside stuff. <laughs> I don't know. You know, that's uh, th th those are much bigger problems. You know, yeah. So, um, so yeah, I think that's uh, that's certainly a, a, an, another aspect of, of of the brand that's um, you know we've been able to help during these times. Nice. Well, I'd love to um, switch back to the dad focus now. Obviously, <laughs> as a dad and a business owner, how do you um, you know what would you say if there's some two cents that you've noticed over the years with your with your kids, you know, that you can pass on to another dad. Maybe it's a tip that you found works for you. Like we're not telling blokes what to do, but it's no, more no, so no. just giving someone an insight that might um, put a different perspective on a situation for someone that might be going through something at the same time. Yeah, um, yeah just the floor's over to you, Adam. Give us some of your insights there. Okay, I'm just just my experience, I guess, in in starting up a few businesses whilst they're you know we've got young children around the house. Um, I guess don't underestimate what's involved. I kind of like to often say that, you know, launching a business is like having a child, 
you know, it's like giving birth to a, 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 another baby and that baby is going to require an awful lot of your attention and, yeah. and you know, demand your attention the same way that a, you know, a human child is, is going to do so. Um, you know, when we, we launched Co, it just so happened that I also, we had a, our second, our second child. So it's kind of like having twins. Two babies, twins. <laughs> Um, and, I, and I think, you know, my, my, my lessons around that is, is that, you know, it's, it is really important to, to try and, you know, allow that time for, for, for both kids. There's going to be some, some high points and, yeah. you know, some, it's going to meander. I, I guess, you know, like when you have a, 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 you know, a newborn in the house, they're probably going to get more of the attention than the other kids for a little bit. You know, they let you know about it too, and don't they? Know, and then you're going to come back and there's going to be a bit of a juggle and all the rest of it. So I think you've just, just got to... And look, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that, that I nailed it and, and, and got it right. But just looking back, I can see the importance of, of just being cognizant of, of where your time is being spent and, and you know, just making sure that, that uh, you know, it's spread in the, in the right way, you know, because... I don't think there's any glory in having a successful business if you're sort of, you know, and this is something that plays on my mind. It's kind of like my fear factor. We, you know, in 15 years' time, we've got a wonderfully successful business, mm. but I don't know my kids. And the kids don't want to know you, yeah. And the kids don't want to know you. And I think that's a pretty, um, you know, obviously a, a, a really sad state of affairs. So there's no success there. So I think, you know, it's, it's, it is just trying to get that balance, however you can do it. And I'm not going to tell you there's, there's, there's no playbook for that, but um, no. you know, it's, it's, it's just, it's, just hard work and and trying to you know be present for 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 all the babies in the house (laughs) yeah well that's the beauty about being a business owner really isn't it like you know like you hear there's so many times where people on that corporate uh you know treadmill whatever you want to call it where they are in that situation you mentioned where you know they're very successful in their career but their marriage has failed their kids don't want a bar of them and they might have more money than god but it doesn't matter like at the end of the day where the beauty about being a business owner yes it's hard work and it's you know, there's times you wish you could just, you know, just come home and not have to think about it and just do your nine to five or whatever. But the beauty is we can set when you want to work. If your kid's got something on, okay, I'm not working now because I'm going off and doing X, Y, Z and spending, whether it's an assembly or whether it's whatever with your kids, you can go and watch them play sport or do whatever. hundred percent. And look, I've, I've definitely been the beneficiary of, of that as, as well, where, you know, there have been times, you know, having that flexibility, where you know we're in a sort of a, a, a consuming all consuming you know moment with the business and and then you know to, to actually um you know actually have that that time then where actually i can i can spend a bit more time with the kids you know is, is um is is uh you know definitely a benefit that you wouldn't you wouldn't see uh during a you know kind of like a regular nine to five job you know Definitely. Well, look, I'm conscious of your time, Adam. I know we've taken a little bit longer than we expected today, but um, one final question wrapping up, if you could go and tell your younger self anything at any stage of your life, what would it be? It can be, you know, maybe it's when you're starting off on the early ventures or maybe it's when you're going into being a dad, what would you say? So I'm so sorry. I just, the internet just popped on me then, Daniel. Could you just give me that question one more time? No, that's fine. If you could go back to any point in your life and tell your younger self a bit of advice, what would you say? Um, look, I, I think for, for, for many, many years, and, and I sort of was, was kind of had this bit of a joke, running joke, it was kind of like I suffer from idea rear, that I have these ideas, <laughs> constant stream of ideas, and, you know, I would follow them, I'd get a massive 
you know, huge amount of energy to pursue a project or a business idea, you know, and this was kind of like a long running thing for me. And then there would sort of come a moment with, with them and inevitably I was kind of like, oh, just go. Oof. And it would sort of like this, this huge enthusiasm and passion that I, I'd had on the project or whatever would just, it would just kind of like leave me. Hmm. And then I, I'd sort of see people I hadn't seen. And they're like, oh, how's that new business idea that you've got? Going? And I'd be like, mm, yeah. Uh, <laughs> really embarrassing. And I kind of used to think, well, I, you know, and I used to sort of be pretty hard on myself. Go, well, I, I haven't got, you know, that, that willpower and the sort of, you know, to, to see something through. And I just kind of beat myself up a bit about it. And actually, it wasn't until I started doing the juices that I realized, you know, I had this almost unlimited you know, enthusiasm that, 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 that sustained me. And I, I couldn't, you know, that, that was when I realized the other ideas that I didn't pursue weren't the right ideas. You know, they weren't, they weren't, they didn't need to be pursued. And I think, you know, we, we do sort of, I think it's important to be able to sort of push through, you know, tough times, but you need that sort of a, a clear understanding of your purpose and passion and what's really gets you motivated you got to be on the right track and I wasn't on the right track so I, I kind of I guess if I was going to say anything to my younger self it's like it's okay do you know what I mean it's nice. just like if you're falling out of love with the idea it wasn't the right idea that's know? right mate that's great advice and in wrapping up where can we go to find out more about co we'll put the links in the show notes and on the small business dad's website as well but it, it, give the listeners a bit of an idea about if there is something that struck a chord with them and they do want to simplify their cleaning solutions yeah. where can they go Absolutely. So it's just co.com. So it's K-O-H.com. And, um, and look, I've also got a, uh, a little offer for, for your listeners as well, Daniel. So um, mm-hmm. they, they can use the, uh, the discount code CODADS. So K-O-H-D-A-D-S, uppercase, all uppercase, CODADS in the discount field. And that'll give you $10 off your, uh, off your first order as well. Beauty. Well, mate, we appreciate that. And hopefully some dads online can take advantage of that stuff as well. And maybe, uh, you know, and, uh, and get some bonus points at home. If you come home with this nice cleaning stuff and not for your wife to do, but if you do it yourself, mate, who knows where that may lead. Plenty of bonus points for that one. For sure. <laughs> exactly. Well, Adam, <laughs> thanks for your time, mate. I've loved the chat and I loved hearing your story. Thanks for sharing and definitely go check out code.com and put in that code for 10 bucks off and, uh, sort yourself out some cleaning stuff that's good for you, good for your family and good for the environment too. Thanks, Daniel. It was was really great to be on the show and uh, great to chat. I appreciate it. Too easy. Cheers, mate. All the best. Bye-bye. Well, there you go. Great little insights that Adam shared there. Definitely enjoyed that chat. He was very generous with his time. Like Adam mentioned in that chat, if you are interested in going on and exploring what sort of cleaning products they do have, go and grab some for yourself, co.com, K-O-H.com. Grab some products, put them in your shopping basket at checkout, type in CODADS, K-O-H-D-A-D-S. That'll give you 10 bucks off your first order, uh, all caps lock as well. But get on there, grab some stuff to keep your family healthy, your family safe, especially if you've got young kids, you don't want them be uh, putting all toys in their mouth or little babies and so forth with all cleaning products that got God knows what in them. But you know, this stuff's going to be good for them. Uh, it's good for the environment as well. So do yourself a favor, go and check them out. And also, while we're here, I appreciate you sharing the word. If you hear this story of Adams and you think that another mate could benefit, pass it on to them, share the podcast, share the stories. And of course, if you want to be on here as a guest yourself and share your story, send me an email, daniel at dpmtransformation.com. Just let me know a little bit about you, 
about your family, of course, and about your business, because I love to get your little business in front of other Aussie dads just like you and me. Until next week, Daniel Monday, smallbusinessdads.com.au, over and out.